0: Besa daf lamed, after discussing all the halachot of cooking and anything having to do with food on Yom Tov, we are now shifting to the fourth perik of Masechet Besa, and we're going to be talking about things that technically are mutar to be done on Yom Tov, but still, Hachamim wanted them to be done with a shinui, with a change, so it doesn't look like the way you're doing it on hol and with that, we are starting three lines from the bottom where, uh, at the beginning of the fourth Perik by the Mishnah a person who brings wine on Yom Tov from one place to the other there's no problem with carrying on Yom Tov we also know that it's mutar However, don't bring them in a big basket the way you do it on whole, you could carry it on your shoulder, meaning you're not going to carry a whole bunch of them together, it looks like you're selling, carry one, two, or carry it in your hand in front of you, so people understand this for you. A person bringing straw for his animal, don't put it behind your back, don't carry it over your shoulder as if you're carrying a load. You could carry it with your hands and look, then it looks like you're just bringing it for your animal to eat, then there's no problem. And if a person has a big pile of straw, he never took from it for firewood or for fire uh, straw, uh, he could start with it on Yom Tov. He can't go to the backyard, which is the muktzeh in this case, uh, that has a lot of wood, just no one ever touches it. It's muktzeh; and you can't touch it because there isn't a surah of muktzeh on Yom Tov. And the Gemara starts when we said you have to do a shinui, a change that doesn't look like you're doing it the way you do it on whole. That's dafka if you could. However, im if you can't change, mutar. And at kinner ababi mahuzar ababuz to do changes when carrying something. For example, didarubedu hakaf. If you have difficulty carrying something during a haul, so a person usually carries it on his shoulder. Therefore, on Yom Tov, carry it using a pitchfork. Whatever you use a pitchfork during a hole, use a pole and put it on your shoulder. Whatever you use a pole on your shoulder during a hole, then on Yom Tov, put it on a pole and carry it with your hands. And whatever during a hole, you put on a pole and you carry it with your hands. Cover it with uh, some sort of uh, scarf or handkerchief. Something not heavy this way, it's a little bit of a change. and if you can't do any of that stuff, then then you you're allowed to do it the way you regularly do it on whole. More like we just said it in the the beginning, if you can't change it, then you're allowed to do it as is. And amar hanan banan the rabbi said, You're allowed to, uh, whatever you could change on Yom Tov, this way you don't do it the way you do it, hold change. Well, these women, they go fill up their jugs full of water on Yom Tov. They don't do any change. We don't tell them anything. Hanan, because there's no other way. Because what should they do? A lady who uses a big jug, she should use a small jug. Then come up she's going to have to go back and forth more times. And the lady who uses a small jug, use a big jug. Now she has to carry extra. That's harder work. She should cover it with a wooden lid. Sometimes it falls off. And she's going to have to carry it. And even that's not a problem, that's just extra work. Let her tie on that lid. Sometimes it breaks, the, the, the knot breaks, she's going to end up uh, tying a professional knot, a kesher which is asur. Okay, let her cover it. Sometimes that scarf is going to fall in the water, and she's going to end up squeezing the water out, and the uh, problem is There's no other way, therefore let her do it the way she does it in hal. And amar le rabah barav hanin Abaye. None. we learned in the Britah and we don't clap hands and we don't uh, clap our uh, hand on our thigh we don't dance today we see people clapping dancing on yom tov on shabbat we don't tell them anything why not it's a source amaleh by explain them okay well, according to you that we have to yell at them had the Amara Baraba told them, Lolli to inisha Vinisha Pumad de A person shouldn't stand by the Lehi of a Mavoi. Why? Dilma Migandar Lehi. it's because sometimes you drop something, it rolls out to the Rabin, Vatela to Yen, you can end up carrying it for Amot. Rishut Rabin Vehan, Vehan in Ashe. And these ladies, the Shekhlan Hatzbayu, they take their jugs. Vazlan Vetvana Pumad de Mavad, they sit by the uh, the entrance of the alleyway. Velo Amrin and Leo, Velo Midi. We don't tell them anything. Why not? According to you, you're supposed to help them. Rather, just leave Israel alone. The average Joe, leave him alone. Why? It's better that they should do shogeg, not knowing, rather than doing it on purpose. they can end up doing it anyways. And same thing over here about clapping and things like that. Let them dance on Shabbat. Uh, let them do it by mistake and not do it on purpose. But the Gemara adds, That's the You can't let them uh, just continue doing by mistake. And the Gemara says, No, that's not true at all. We, it, we, it doesn't make a difference. If they're not going to listen, leave them alone. Why? Because take a little example. Adding on Yom Kippur a couple of minutes is from the Torah. And all these people, these uh, women, these ame'a ratzot, the last second before we don't tell them anything. Therefore, leave them alone. And that's the answer. And we learned in the Mishnah, you could start taking from a pile of straw, if you needed it for fire, or whatever it is, and it's not muktzeh. And it sounds like you're allowed to go into a storage house or storage place and start taking from there on Yom Tov. You don't have to start already from Yom uh, Tov, meaning it's not Muktzeh. So many our Mishnah-like that holds that that storage area is not Muktzeh, you have to say it's Ribi doesn't have this concept of Muktzeh. But Emma look at the Sefa, the second part of our Mishnah. It said, You can't go to the backyard and take wood. That goes according to Rabbi Yehuda. They eat leh He does have Mokse. So we have a problem. The first part of the Mishnah is Rabbi Shimon. The second part is Rabbi Yehuda. That doesn't make sense. So the Gemara explains. Now, And here we're talking about the second part of the Mishnah. Cedar and fir, uh, wood. These are expensive wood and they're considered the muktzeh kisem. They're considered muktzeh because they're so expensive they're meant for building not for burning. So over there Vafilo that you wouldn't be able even Rebi Shimon would agree that you wouldn't be able to touch it because it's considered muktzeh Now you have it. and the sefa is Shimon. And and some explain it a little bit differently Uh, we're going to be strict when it says you're not allowed to take wood from the backyard we understand that you're not allowed to take from a storage house to begin with on Yom Tov. You have to st- you have to prepare it from Yom Tov. Mani, who's it like? Rabbi Yehudahi, they eat the muktzeh. He has muktzeh. And you're allowed to take uh, from straw. You're allowed to begin with taking with straw on Yom Tov. You don't have to prepare it from Yom Tov. And at tell Rabbi Shimon, they let them do muktzeh. It goes like Rabbi Shimon who doesn't have muktzeh. So you have a contradiction. And, we, and again, they were Mahmira. And they said... Hatam over there in the Russia where they allow you to take from that pile of straws, we're talking about straw that you can't even feed animals and there's nothing to do with it. And therefore even Rabbi Uda would agree that it's meant for firewood. The Gemara says, But straw that's bad, that's not meant for eating, you could at least make bricks with it. The Gemara says, No, they eat the It has thorns over there that you can't even make. Uh, uh, bricks with it, and here's an interesting mahlok The years that you need two things for kuntrebi uh, You need number one, it has to be unedible straw, and number two, it has to have thorns. And Shulchan Aruch is posaic like that, not like the Rambam, whose Mefaresh over here in the Mishnah and in the in the Yad the that if if straw has uh, thorns. Then that's the only thing you need according to the behudah. It means if it, it doesn't make a difference if it's edible or not. Interesting, mahloket. Now, the next Mishnah. You cannot take wood from the Sukkah because you're destroying it. You can't destroy it's a soter. Rather, you're only allowed to take from wood that is next to it and you're not uh, breaking it down. So the Gemara asks right away, delo? What's the reason you can't take word off the sukkah? Because the kasatarah halah? Because you're destroying a building or a tent, and you're not know, doing that on Shabbat and Yom Well, nami kasatarah halah. Even when it's next to it, you're also destroying a building. So I'm going to samuch samuch Now, what does that mean you're allowed to take from the wood near the the sukkah? uh, From near the walls, meaning it has nothing to do with the actual walls. It's just there maybe to help hold up or something like that. Nothing uh, serious. And therefore, it's not considered destroying. here's another answer. Even if you want to say it's not uh, near the wall, when we said you're allowed to take it off, we're talking about bundles of wood or reeds or something that are on the schach. And all you're doing is taking them off. You weren't mevatelit. You didn't make it count as part of the schach. Therefore, it's not considered destroying. And Tanya, or Tane, Rabbi Hiyaba, Yosef, Kamed, Rabbi Yohanan, En, Nutlin, a'tsim Minas, You cannot take wood from the sukkah, rather only near it. Rabbi Shim'on, Matir. And Veshavin, Veshimon and Tanakama agree that on Sukkot asura. You can't take wood from it because uh, because it's meant for the mitzvah. and if you made a condition from before Sukkot that some of the wood I'm going to use for firewood or whatever it is, I'm going to use for hakol now, everything goes according to your tana. Everything goes according to your condition. So now the are going to ask, Rabbi Shimon Matir, Rabbi Shimon allows you to take from the Sukkah itself, but you're destroying according to Rabbi Shimon. So Amar of Nahman by Yitzhak, hacha no askin. And here we're dealing with the Sukkah that fell on Yom Tov. And even Tanakama has no problem with Soter, rather the problem is Muktzeh. And the reason Rabbi Shimon Matir, ta'ame, why they let the Muktzeh? He doesn't have this concept of Muktzeh. Leftover oil in a candle or in a bowl. Asur, you know that to use it. Rabbi Shimon Matir, because he doesn't hold of Mokceh. But the Gemara asks me, Dami, what are you comparing? Hatam, Adam, Over there, a person is waiting to see when the candle will blow out, and therefore he could use the oil. So his mind was on it. He was never Mokceh. But over here about the sukkah, when a person builds a sukkah, Adam Yoshim Tsepeh Matetipo Posukato is a person waiting to find out when his sukkah is falling. When you build a sukkah, you hope it lasts the whole week. So, Amar of Nahman by its haq, we're dealing with a sukkah that was shaky. Meaning, when he already saw it shaky yesterday, his mind was on it that if it fell, then he was going to be able to use the wood. Okay, we're back into the Brayta. We said over there, the Shavin be Hag shehi Asura. Rabbi Shimon and both agreed that the Sukkah on the holiday is Asur. If you made a condition, then it's all okay. Then you, it all depends on your condition. And so, okay, so the like Gemara asked, Umim Mehani Bat Tenai. Does a condition really work? How could you make a condition to allow it? How do we know that the word of a sukha is a sword the whole week? And what does it mean? It's called a shlashem. You can't use it. And you can't, even if you made a condition, you can't do it. V'tani Arbiuda ben omer mer shekeshem shechal shem shemaim ma'al hagaz same way shem shemaim it's kodesh ad hagaz kodesh the korban kach hal shem shemaim ma'al suka and it's also kodesh tamud lomar hagaz sukad shivat yamim la hashem ma'hag la hashem the same way the hag which is the korban is la hashem which is kodesh and you're not allowed to have any benefit from it av suka la hashem and also it's kodesh and you can't have any benefit so if that's the case then what are you making a condition for it's not going to help. So Amar of Sefa, the last part of the Brayta Atana Sukkah de Alma is going for a Sukkah in general, nothing to do with uh, Sukkah uh, with uh, on Sukkot. Maybe it's a Sukkah you put a hut in your backyard just to hang out over there on Pesach or Shavuot. the mitzvah, but maybe if it's a Sukkah on Sukkot, which is a mitzvah, Lo Maybe over there no condition. So maybe the condition would work at any other holiday in the year, but not on. Sukkot. Sagma so says, Vesukkah de Mitzvah law, and you're telling me that the Sukkah on Sukkot, you can't do a condition to be able to use this word on the holiday. Vahatanya, we have a braita about a Sukkah on Sukkot. Sikehak Chata. You made the schar according to the gashel and you made a nice, uh, different clothing on it to make it look nice. With sheets and suyarim that are colored. With the laba egozin, and you hung over there walnuts, almonds, peaches, very money, pomegranates, parkele anavim, clusters of grapes, yenot uh, wine, shmanim oils, latot flour, the atarot the crowns of barley. All these, Asrul Men, Al Motzei Um Shel you know, they use this until uh, uh, the last day of the holiday, because it's Kodesh. Ve'im If if you made a condition, it all goes according to your condition, you'd be able to use it. So bottom line is you see, even decorations of Sukkah, which is set for the Mitzvah of Sukkah, if you made a condition, it would be Mutar. So no. they both said, Be'omer, now. We're talking about the person who said before the holiday, "Eni bodel mehen, kol Beneshmashot. I am not leaving these things, the entire Beneshmashot, meaning they will never ever be mukze, and that's why the decorations are not the batel, and you're not to use them. kedusha alayu. There was no kedusha on it. alayu, but the wood of a suka that you can't do that condition because the was on it. Whether you like it or not, that's the only way you're able to use it, and and therefore, since you can't make that night benashmasot, it katsay Once it became muktzeh the mitzvah benashmasot, entering the holiday sukkot, it's uh, it's wholly the entire holiday. Because remember, the sukkah is also Hashem. So the Gemara says, Umay shana mehadetamar. So now, why is it different than what we said about a sukkah, uh, about etrog? He frees shivai etrogim A person set aside seven etrogim for seven days. He's planning on using a different etrog every day. And a ma'arav kol l'chat v'chat Each one you could be it's a mitzvah and you could eat it right away because uh, you did the mitzvah. That's it. You're done with it. You can. Uh, that's it. It's done. And now you could eat it. m'har. And Rav said, You could use it today, but you can only eat it tomorrow. And technically, we could say the same thing, Legabe Suka. a person made a condition, he plans on using this uh, suka only for one day. And he, his condition is he's going to be able to use it the next day. Let him use it the next day. And even if it was Asur ben a shmashot, etc., etc., still it would be allowed. The explains, No, there's a difference. Hatam by the etrog there's nights in in between. And at night there is no mitzvah mitzvath shaykhullah etrog. so it's nothing during that time. Then call yomah mitzvah Each day is its own special mitzvah, and therefore it's not connected. And there is a time where it stops being holy. It's that twelve hours at night. There's no stopping between night and day, meaning you have to send the sukkah at night the same way as day. On day three and day four, you have to also send the sukkah day and night. Therefore, the entire holiday of sukkot, the the Kedusha, that sukkah is like one long day. It's a seven-day day. day. And when there are a sewer, there's a asur for the entire week. And We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem, Amen, Amen.